You're listening to Enlightenment with Morgan Jane Campbell, where we bridge the gap between the physical and the metaphysical. Today on Enlightenment with Morgan Jane, we continue our conversation on the law of attraction and why it works, and also how social media has an impact on the law of attraction today. And we're back. How's it going, everybody? This is uh, Casey Parker, and always with me is the wonderful and beautiful MJ. How's it going, MJ? Oh, that was very sweet. Oh, well, you know, that's how I roll. <laughs> sometimes. <Yeah. laughs> it's I, I've good. mentioned before I'm an asshole sometimes, yes. Yeah, but not with that one. We, we, we all can be at that. Yep, we can. Um, I'm, I'm doing good. How are you? Doing all right. Doing all right. Um, so last, last week, look at this. What is this? Four weeks in a row. We're doing a, we're actually doing a podcast. Uh, last week we talked a little bit about the, uh, law of attraction and, um, there's so much to that. I was thinking that we could, we're going to continue with that. Seeing as how I named it part one, cause we talked about doing some more of it. Uh, so we talked about like, you know, putting your intentions out there and my question is, why does it work? Why does it work? Why does the law of attraction work? How does it work and why does it work? Um, it's uh, you're creating. We, we all create our own reality. And you create what you want in your life. Okay. Doesn't does that have anything to do with we're all like I was listening to this movie or watching a movie on YouTube and it what to, the bleep do we know? Yes, that how I was, far down the rabbit hole do you want to go? Yes, we were talking about that. And they talked about how we're all connected. There that you're dealing with quantum mechanics, quantum physics. Okay. And it's um when you get into, I think where you're going with that is that we're connected in a way that it's called entanglement. Okay. With particles. Yeah. So, yes, that is exactly how it works. But sometimes that's a little bit more out there. I'm actually, I'm, I'm proud of you, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really proud of you. Uh, I do what I do. <laughs> of course. I mean, the first, a lot of it. Uh, was, you know, every eighth word I understood. <laughs> uh, but then there was parts of it that talked about, like, you know, the scientific medical side of stuff I understand a little bit more. Because, you know, I took a year of nursing school, which I failed at, but that's okay. Um, everything happened for a reason. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm not a nurse. Oh, my God. God, thank you. Thank you for all the nurses out there. But, oh, my God, I wouldn't be able to do it. Um so that's the stuff I got. Mm-hmm. I really understood it. Yeah. And how it how it works. But some of the scientific, like earth science, universal, we're all connected, all time is the same. Macrocosm, microcosm. <sighs> yeah, some of it just really didn't make a lot of sense to me because, I don't know, like you've even said it before. Everything that has or does uh, or Everything will, that was is or ever will be already exists yes like okay example there was this little clip about an hour in she started talking about how they did this recording of tones that you would listen to some on left side some on right side um and they made a recording of these tones without anybody listening and they just did what they did no, it was random. It was yep. completely random. Yep, I know the clip you're talking All about. All right. Yeah. And then they took this clip, they duplicated it. It was an it. audio file. An audio file. Right, a recording. And not like a digital one. It no. was a... It was an old cassette tape, cassette I believe. Tape. Because this was, yeah. Right, this was a while ago. It took a cassette yeah. tape, you know, or whatever. It, yep. was, it was a tape. It, it, the, the study was done, I think, I want to say back in the 70s, I think. I have no idea. 
Um, but this was, the, the movie actually came out, I think it was released in 05. Okay. That's when I saw it anyway. Um, but yeah, the, the, the studies, in, in the movie, they took studies over, over the last 30, 40, 50 years. Um, that's where they got their content and their information. So I, I believe this uh, recording that you're talking about was done back in the 70s. It was only cassettes. Right. So they then. did this recording. They duplicated this recording. So they had a baseline recording and then they like threw it in a safe so no one could Locked listen. Locked it away. Locked it away. In it was, some state. Right. Fort Knox, whatever. I don't, I don't know where it went. But then they took this other recording and they said, okay, I want you to listen to this. But before you listen to it, I want you to put your intentions that there's going to be more left side beeps than right side beeps in your ear. Okay. So apparently this person did that and that's what happened. How is that possible if it's something that's already been recorded? Because this is what the woman said is that what happens is that those intentions... <laughs> this is because I'm just like, <laughs> what the hell? The intentions that the person put into it basically got in a little mini, mini miniature DeLorean, got it up to 88 <laughs> miles an hour, went back in time and put those intentions, went into that recording as it was being recorded. What? Question mark, question mark, question mark. In what? the one a thousand miles away, right? Yes. Uh, how, no, they were both the same. So right, yeah. but that's what I'm saying. But it ended it's up like being yeah the baseline recordings. one. Yeah, but they were the same recordings. But the baseline one had more and more beeps on the left side than on the right. But it said it happened because the intention of the person that was listening to it, those intentions, kind of traveled back in yeah, time. Yeah, they, they explain those, it as they're going back in time. Yeah, what? Um, well, first of all, again, I don't believe that uh, it, time is, in a linear sense, is something that our physical brains have created so that we can kind of make sense of life and, and the way things are. Because if everything happened all at once, we wouldn't understand it. <laughs> and, I don't and understand I, that, go back to that comment. It, it's, it's so hard to wrap your brain around, but I'm going to go back to my... I talked about this... I don't remember which podcast it was in. Probably the breathing one, because I was talking about my very first dynamic breathing session that I went to, mm-hmm. which got me hooked on it. And, you know, it, in that particular session, I had two groups of people that I took to this session that were students of mine, two different, two different classes mm-hmm. in metaphysics. And we, we did this together and I ended up, my experience was I had everybody's hands in my hands all at the same time. And I experienced all these visions flooding through my brain over and over and over again, just boom, 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 in and out. What I found at the end of that session when everyone started to to talk about their experience was that I actually was having their visions. Those visions happened all at the same time. But in order for my brain, my physical brain to comprehend them in my consciousness, I had to put linear sense to that. Okay? So that's that's where the whole time thing it doesn't exist but we have to categorize it that way in order right. to time, understand time how is, life works time is a made up thing it is a made up thing so um as far as explaining that in the movie i don't i mean i understand why they explain it that way but it, it's not necessarily that it went back in time because time doesn't exist think of it as two alternate realities okay okay so i don't even know if i'm going to be able to explain this right this is why i can't teach this stuff in quantum physics because i it's just so hard to put into words that people can understand it's hard to dumb it down (laughs) because there's no for a simpleton like me even the quantum (laughs) physicist can't comprehend it half the time right you have a hard time yeah Um, how do you how do you explain entanglement <laughs> you know it's it's like we understand it in our being but to put it into words it's so difficult or so, about being connected 
That's what yes, is. yes, and no, because there's no connection because it is all one. See what I mean? Eyes glazing over what? That's what I mean. It's it's so. Um, it's really simplistic, but yet we have to complicate it in order for it to make sense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I my just... God. Okay, so anyway. I got to go left, but in... I got to turn right first. In order to what? get left. <laughs> so I got to go left, but there's a roadblock there. Jesus. Okay, so think of it as two different universes. Okay, two different alternate universes or right. realities it's a it, two different realities okay that all exist at the same time same place they're interconnected yeah. okay so you have one reality where this recording was done and this is how many bleeps in the left ear that you've got and then you have another reality where this one was done and it has has less bleeps in the left ear okay okay and when you merge them together what do you get a longer recording? <laughs> I don't know. What do you, you get, get an overlay of bleeps in the left ear. <laughs> I guess. I don't uh, know. Yeah, okay. It, it's, it's hard to explain because it's not a linear sense. It's an intertangled sense. They both exist at the same time, but neither one of them exists separately. What? Say that again. I said they both exist at the same time and place, but neither one of them exists separately. I'm almost there, but I'm not. I don't... What? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to hear me say what a lot, and there's like at least three question marks after it. Um, okay. All right, let's go to my my analogy of that I use all the time with the water. Okay. So you have a bowl of water. Okay, big giant bowl of water. Right? Okay. It's in a yeah. punch bowl, whatever. You have um, a dozen glasses, and the glasses are all different, different sizes, shapes, colors, you name it. Okay. Okay. You fill every glass from that giant bowl of water. Right. What do you have? Twelve glasses of water. Of the same exact water. Right. They're in different containers, so they look different. But they're all entangled. They're all entangled. They're all the same. They're all from the one. They are all one. Even though they're separate, Right. they're still all one. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Because they're still, they all have the same properties. Right. Just like you and me have the same properties. Right. That's that's usually what, what I use that analogy for is when yeah. I'm talking about that water is the cosmos. The, yeah. the, the The glasses represent our physical being. You know, we're all different. We all look different. But we're all the same. We are all yeah. one. We're all connected and interconnected and intertwined and overlayered. And we may have different DNA, but the DNA is still the same. Yes. Okay. It's like snowflakes are different. All snowflakes are different. Right. Same idea. Mm -hmm. But they're made from snow. But they're from the same thing. Yeah, from the same thing. Right. Where were we going with that? We were going on um, how does the law of attraction work? I yes. I think was your original question. Yeah, the original question was how does it actually work? And it's because we're all the same. We are all one. Right. We're wired together because we are not separate. Now, wouldn't that just be more of, okay, that's how people can, like, put put out in the universe, man, I'm thinking about this person and this person calls. Now, I understand that. That's law of attraction. Yes, it and is the how same basic principle. Same basic principle. But how does that work when you say, I want peace or I need, I want um, happiness, so, I want this. I'm, I'm trying to, so, I'm trying so to what, avoid the material thing right and, because, and that's good because I mean, material is material, material doesn't is, none, I mean, none of that matters right. we talk about our new cars or getting a new car because that's what people can understand right you know? but i think in as humans you know the goal isn't to have a new car it's to actually no, be we, happy we need to evolve to a different place yeah 
We need to evolve to our highest, truest potential. We need to become who we really are. Right. And through that, you know, it's all about bettering ourselves, you know, making our making ourselves a better person, getting rid of the ego, shedding, shedding, you know, the negative stuff. I mean, because I know like when I took over the car, you know, I got my new car. I was happy about it, but that fades away. It's a car. It's, it's a, a car. material thing. What is it going to do for you? Right. Exactly. It's not going to bring you the love of your life. Right. And we, I think, as like I said, as humans, I think we all want the same thing: is to be happy, and to feel loved. Love and happiness yeah. and peace. Peace, and love, peace. and happiness. I think is the the general consensus around the world that I everybody th- wants. Yeah, them. but unfortunately, that's just not. Well, there's so much pain and suffering, and and it's it's yeah, we've come to a point in our our evolution that this has got to stop. Yeah. Um. Think about the good. Well, uh, I don't know if you got to that part in the movie. I watched the whole thing. Did you watch the whole thing? Yeah, I just didn't understand some of it. I got to watch it about seventeen more times. Well, you remember, you remember the part where she's kind of walking through the subway and sees the water molecules. Okay, so and then there's a guy I think that comes up beside her and says, "Can you imagine what would happen if we?" How did he, what did he say? Something about if we he, loved ourselves or it was or more loved of other people imagine or, what that does just for what that does to water. Imagine what that will do for our to us. That's for that's what it was, yeah. And it was all about love because the the word love was written on it was that the particular water. Yep, on that water molecule. Yep, and then there was another one that said, um, basically, what did it say? It was. Um, I hate you, I want oh, yeah, to kill you, yeah, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, actually, I think it did say something about kill you. It did. On the, the There was two lines. I can't yep. remember what the top, but the bottom one said, I want to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> and it was gross and nasty, Oh, it was it? like it was yellow like, and oh, mold. Yeah, it was just like, yeah, it was like, yellow and, it was like baby it's like poop. crimpled up. Yeah, and, it was like yeah. a color of baby poop. It was like, yeah. ugh. Yeah. But, but that's, the, that's the piece right there that I'm talking about. Can you imagine what those words of affirmation would do to us if we told ourselves that every day or told somebody else that every day. So basically, (laughs) I'm sorry, did you ever watch Saturday Night Live? Of course. With Jack Handy? I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. (laughs) And I could do anything. (laughs) That type of thing. You know, we laugh at that when we're teenagers watching that as, as, but damn it, that's actually true. It is true. You know, do you ever see? Okay, rabbit hole. <laughs> did don't, you see? Just don't lose track of where we are here, because this did is. Did you see the one with Michael Jordan was on that thing? Uh, oh my God, recall. it was hysterical! Hysterical. Michael Jordan did the Jack Handy thing because he's supposed to like try to make people feel better about himself. It's Michael Jordan. <laughs> he doesn't feel bad about himself at all. I know. And he's trying to say all these <laughs> things. And he's cracking up and he's losing it. It was great. But anyways, so yeah. Love, happiness, peace. So, yeah, I mean, so look what yourself doing... in the mirror every day and say, I'm a beautiful person. Exactly. You know, if you, want to, if you want to attract love in your life, then you need to put love out there. You need to love yourself first. Yeah. You know, everybody, you know, I think we always think that external stuff around us is going gonna, is gonna to fix us. Well, that doesn't happen. It has to happen from within. Yeah, it's, it's because... You, yeah. You cannot sorry. attract love if you are not the embodiment of love. Right. And you can't be happy. I mean, material things aren't going to make you happy because, you no. know, you, there are people out there that have, you know, million dollar homes and 14 cars yeah. and they are fucking depressed. Oh, yeah. They're the worst. And they're, they're committing they, like, commit suicide. suicide and, and... and then you have Joe Schmo, who has one acre, lives yeah. in a trailer. And is the happiest person in the world. Yep. Because he knows who he is. Right. He's he happy with himself. himself. He's right. content with himself. He has peace. Well, and the other thing is, look at, look at, you take some of those rich people, for instance. Mm-hmm. Um, what do they do to have to get there? Yeah. They might have had to do some really nasty, horrible and stuff to have to get there. And they feel crappy about I know, themselves. I know people like that. Yeah. I know people that have been really terrible people in life and 
stomped and walked on other people to get to where they are. And they're the most miserable people that I've ever met in my life. Yeah. Even though they're rich and, and whatever, you know, they got they got anything they want material wise. Yeah. Where's the rest of their life? Yeah. You know, it's it's yeah, you you are what you put out there is what you're going to attract. So if you want to attract love in your life, then love yourself. You know, be happy with yourself. I understand sometimes that's hard to do. Yeah, it can be. But once you start working on yourself, the rest of that falls into place and comes in your and comes along your way. Right. Um yeah. But yeah, that but, was uh, that go ahead. don't that that's that whole water molecule thing was really really interesting. How that how that really worked. That was pretty neat. It really kind of kind of breaks it down to like I mean, cuz we're 90% water. Mhm, we are. You know. So yep. You know, you tell yourself you're. I tell. I call myself an asshole all the time. <laughs> you know, I'm. I'm starting to look like baby poop. <laughs> but I mean, but for the most part, I'm somewhat happy with myself. You know who I am. I mean, there's parts that I need to work on, but you know, I don't know. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. The other. Th- there are other pieces to this too. I mean, it. Again, it, it comes down to your attitude, um, what you think, how you feel, and where, you know, where is that attitude? And to have an, an attitude of gratitude is very important, too. You know, if you're, it, it's, it's not only just thinking about everything, you know, it's all, don't just get up in your head, you know, kind of bridge the gap between your head and your heart. Because those are the two key factors in your body. And those are the, the magnets in your body. You know, your brain is a magnet, but your heart is a magnet. And it's mm-hmm. ten times stronger than your head. Yeah. So so if you can put an emotion to that, those words of affirmation or those thoughts of affirmation. Yeah, because you can't just in, say it. You actually have to mean it. You have to feel it. Yeah. You have to feel it. And I think, you know, having, um, being grateful for things in your life, even... You know, I look at, we talked about um, material stuff in the last podcast, you know, bringing that to you, and one of them was cars, and and I remember my my experience with my car, yeah. you know, when I rolled my car. Yeah. I looked at it as, you know what, that really sucks, I love that car, that was a great car, but I also was grateful, <laughs> you know, number one, I was grateful for a walking away without a scratch on me, and the right. way the way the whole thing happened was just the most bizarre, bizarre freakish accident ever um but i was also grateful because there there were things that were going to happen to the vehicle that would have cost me a lot of money out of pocket to fix right and i i it just it would have been a money pit you know one of those money pits and i yeah so the way it happened yeah. is so i was very grateful even though um, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't completely happy with it, but I, you know, I accepted it. And yeah. I think that's part of it. You accept things too. When bad things happen, it's hard to, when you're in, in that situation, in that space to feel like, you know, okay, I'm grateful for this. I, you know, this really sucked, but okay, I, I accept it. If we accept it and then we have the gratitude along with that, Again, it brings more positive stuff into your life because everything happens for a reason. And it just helps us get to a better place wherever we're going. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. You know, sometimes I I believe the whole everything happens for a reason and then there's times that I don't. Like we were having a conversation a couple days ago and I mentioned I've been listening to a song um uh the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Oh yes, yep. And you know, I don't know if anybody a lot of people know this song, but it's a song by Gordon Lightfoot. Uh, and it just talks about it was a freighter that basically um uh sank um I don't know, I can't remember what, I think Lake Superior. Um I don't remember what. I think it was like 19 early 70s. 
It sank 29 crew members dead. What's the reason for that? I don't know. I mean, what intentions were put out there for something like that to happen? I mean, those are intentions weren't Gordon Lightfoot sitting one day saying, I want to I wanna sing about a sunken ship, you know? That's not what would happen. If it is, then he's a dick, but he's not. He's a great singer. I love, love his music, but... Um, See, we, I don't understand everything happens for a reason when something like that happens. These right, people are just working. We, they uh, just want to get home to their families, and they die. Yep, but we don't... We're, we're not in... That's not part of us, and, you know... I mean, well, in the long run, it kind of is. It kind of is. We're all connected. <laughs> right, but we don't know what that's all about because it's not our conscious, you know, part of our reality. You know what I mean? I mean, I was, I was a baby when it happened. Yeah. I don't know why it happened. I don't know. I I was not much older than you. Right. Um, but bad stuff happens. I mean, there's, is it because we attract it? Um, I would say, part of that is i mean you are what you think and what you put out there who knows maybe the crew member was uh yeah okay we we know one side of that they were trying to get home to their families but what each we don't know anything about each individual person or what they were like or what they were doing or what you know what i mean right, it's yeah. like we don't have all the information so in order for anybody it's like it's kind of like politics. I mean oh, God. you're never going to know what somebody's agenda is. Number 1 because it's always changing. Okay, number we 2 we have just turned this oh, I conversation know. into the two subjects that you never you talk, just about. Don't ever talk about. <laughs> but my point is the agenda is always changing number 1 and number 2 you never have all the information because it's always going to be hidden from you. Big picture. Yeah. Yeah, so if you don't have the information, you don't know the complete story about things. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I know that's, that's probably a terrible example, but I, I just, like I said, sometimes I understand the whole everything happens for a reason, and then sometimes I'm really just like... I think the key here is to to, you know, be able to accept and understand our own situations that we go through and our own experiences that we go through. Yeah, but isn't that being selfish? No. I mean, if you have close friends, obviously you're going to be there for somebody oh, okay, who's going okay, through okay. a bad yeah, I thought, situation. I thought no. you were saying, just think about yourself. That's it. <laughs> that's not what I was <laughs> okay, saying. Wow. I'm saying if a situation, if a bad situation happens to you in particular, yeah, that's your, that's your experience. Okay whatever that is accept it honor it be grateful for it is what i'm saying even though it might be crappy okay i see what you're saying that's yeah because like a lot of like i've i've heard this a lot lately it's like somebody if somebody gives you it's like constructive criticism Mm -hmm. somebody says this say an actor if you're an actor and somebody gives you a bad critique um oh my god yeah like (laughs) Well, wait a minute. I do this to you all the time. <laughs> yeah. But no, um, I was, um, I like watching dumb stuff on YouTube and I've been watching um, a couple of clips and there it's, it's mean tweets and the, about actors and the actors are actually reading these mean tweets about themselves. <laughs> it's, okay. It's hysterical. It's, I mean, it's just like a lot of them are reading them and they're laughing. Because what they're doing, and for me to look at it, is they're reading it, they're taking it, and they're just going, okay, they're accepting it. But they're not accepting well, it at the same time. Right. I mean, it could be because... I mean, some of them are going, go fuck yourself. After they read it, <laughs> like, you're a jerk. I don't like you. I hope you see me say this to you. You know, but... Okay, okay. so so let's let's take that, for instance. That, that, that's a great example. Because what you're doing is you're... We... Um, again, we're going to attract that in our life that we need to, um, that we're putting out there. So sometimes we put out stuff that we don't know that we're putting out. We, right. we tend yeah. to like, you have to, you have to mirror all the time. You have to go through this mirroring exercise. Um, 
It's like, for instance, I, I'm off on a little tangent here. Oh, what? Another rabbit hole? <laughs> I was walking down the street with a friend of mine years ago. Okay. We're at, you know, some event or something. Um, and there's a woman walking towards us. And my friend says to, says to me, oh, those are like really ugly shoes. I can't believe somebody like that would wear them, blah, blah, blah. And she's like started off on this little tangent. And I looked at the woman's shoes and I thought they were cute, but you know, it's not, it was like totally off the wall from what, you know, an average person would wear. She's definitely comfortable in herself. And, and that's what I said. It's like to my going to a clam bacon stilettos. Pretty much what it was. Yeah. 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 So, so I said to my friend, I said, I said, she, you know, I, I think it's great. She's got the guts to wear something like that around here. I mean, that, that shows she's comfortable in her own skin and is happy with herself. And my friend just kind of looked at me and she goes, huh, okay, yeah. But it was her own self coming out because she would never do that. It was like a, almost a jealousy thing. It wasn't jealous. It was It was just like, I would never, ever, be, not that she wanted to, oh, okay. but it was like she would never do that. It was her own stuff, you know? So she was just looking at, you know, how she felt about herself. We see, she's probably seeing herself in those and being horrified, like, oh my God, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? Right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, all that makes sense. So a lot of times it's, it's you know, about what we are not accepting within ourselves that other people show us and, and makes us go, oh, yuck. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, but that mean tweet we, is funny as hell. But, some of but it's, it's just that's being what mean. It's like. Some of it's just, they're just saying like, you know, and that's probably whatever actress has an ugly face. But that's what I'm saying. That's their own stuff yeah. coming out because maybe they are jealous. Maybe they, you know what I mean? A lot of them. It was. It's all yeah. just jealousy because these people are, they're famous. They're rich. They have a good yeah. life. Who says they're? Don't know if they're Who happy. Knows, right? Who, Who knows, knows if, if they're they happy? Life, but it, we perceive that. Perceive as them, them like you know, because you look at like, uh, Chris Evans, Captain America. Mm -hmm. Dude is loaded. Think yeah. of the amount of movies he's just made as one character yeah. for the last 15 years, yeah. you know, and... And he is truly an American icon, you know? He he's is. He's like the perfect... Well, and I mean, Thor is the perfect man. Yeah. <laughs> My hero. I'm going to agree with that one, too. I mean, I am. Yeah, I'm a guy's fan, a, not yeah, Captain America. He's yeah. a... Well, you know, yeah, even Helmsworth, he... Same idea. He's done how perfect. many movies, and... Got a good life. Yeah. You know, and people still shit on him. That's because they want what he has and they'll never be that because they don't have the guts so to do that, that with that's, them themselves. So does that mean when they do stuff like that, they're going to attract negative stuff back? It's like karma. If they're, Karma's right. going to come if back at If they're putting them. that negative stuff out there, they're going to attract that right back. Absolutely. Yeah. So you want to avoid stuff like that. And I think social media has turned... Social media has made people be abrasive more abrasive than they than ever because a lot of this stuff if someone that made a mean tweet about scarlett johansson was standing in front of scarlett johansson guess what they're not gonna do they're not gonna say that right so a lot of this negative crap that's been going on in the world not just America. I'm talking everywhere. Oh, the world. Yeah, it's, it's, it's because it's worldwide. of social media. Yeah. Because people are becoming more, they feel like they can say something. That's because they don't have to actually confront these people. Right. Yeah. Hey, I'm not in your, I'm, I'm not five feet from you. I can. Right. I can, I can call you a piece of crap. Yeah. And you're not going to do anything about it. But right. if I'm standing, if someone's standing in front of me. And starts yelling at me and says some of the stuff that I've read on social media before. They'd be pummeled. They would get the shit beat out of them. You know? And I think that's where a lot of this negativity in this world is coming from. And I'm not, I'm not trying to stand on a soapbox well, here. Well, I mean... But I'm just, saying, I'm just trying to prove a point. Is that, is that a lot of this negativity in the world is coming from people being able to say stuff about other right. people, people without anybody people are definitely more brazen nowadays oh than god it's be. crazy now i mean it also goes down to the whole um concept of okay you have a you have a um mass shooting over here that you know because it went all over the news and everything 
it gives other people the same idea. Oh, oh well, yeah. I can I can one up that one. Watch me, you yeah. know, because people can see it and read about it now, and it's like instant. Yeah, so they get instant. instant gratification on negativity. Yeah. So so that creates more and more and more. So of it's that. like the world is making its own. It's attracting its yes. own negativity. I believe so. Yeah. yeah. And and in the same sense, the positive stuff out there. Um, that that happens too, but you you notice it doesn't happen enough and and, and as much. As a matter of fact, a lot of these podcasts, these metaphysical podcasts, I don't, um, I don't know about the podcasts or not. I haven't kind of explored that platform yet. You know, as far as that goes. But you you take Facebook, you take um, YouTube, all these these um, platforms that people are using to get message good positive messages out there and and you know cosmic awakening messages and you know transformational stuff and you look at the numbers and a lot of times facebook won't they limit things and they monitor everything facebook monitors every single thing that goes on on twitter does the same thing and if they if they feel like it's not you know Oh, we can't let the mass populace know about that. We're gonna we're gonna like squelch that. We're gonna like you know put our thumb on that and hold that down. Same with YouTube. You see numbers being messed with on YouTube channels from people. They they even like say a a show normally has like five hundred thousand views, mm-hmm. but it's only got ten thousand now. What happens is YouTube will will mess with the numbers. Not only because they don't want more people. I mean, if you see something that's only got 5,000 views on it as opposed to 500,000 views, what are you going to view? Yeah. Number one. And number two, it messes with the person's money. If if it's a YouTube channel where somebody's actually making money on it, right. it screws with their money. So if they're trying to get a message out there and they're making money off of it and YouTube doesn't want that message to be out there, they're going to mess with it. Yeah, but that's, that's, that, goes, that goes down the rabbit, rabbit hole of free speech. Well, and that's all about what, what we're trying to do here is we're trying to, you know, help the human race awaken. Yeah, and, that's and our to empower goal, them. Our, yeah, empower, empower them. them. And let them understand. Bring in light and love and peace and happiness and, and all that good, positive mojo. Right. But there is so much negativity out in the world and those People in the elite people in power don't want that to happen. I said this last time. We are far more powerful when we know who we are and when we come into our power. Right. So they don't want that. So they're trying to keep us down. Keep us man trying numb. to keep us down. They don't they don't want us awake. They want us numb and asleep. Right. So anyway, um, kind of let's come out of that rabbit hole and get back on track (laughs) (laughs) so gratitude is very important i think you know we really again it helps put that emotion to whatever you're trying to you know bring into your life right you know and it intensifies the level of the attraction now last podcast we we made a comment we were i don't remember exactly what we were talking about but it was basically the gist of it was if you say you can, you can. If you say you can't, you can't. But you have actually... I did a, say that. Right. But you actually have a little bit different spin on that. I do. I. I no, I used my... to say that. I said last time. Um, I used to teach karate. And when a student says, well, I can't, uh, I can't do that. You're right. You can't because you told yourself. What is your spin on that? I I believe that there is nothing we can't do. So if somebody says, I can't, it's probably because they don't want to for some reason. And I am guilty of that. Oh, I think everybody is. And I'm very well aware that I'm, you know, putting those roadblocks in place for myself when I say I can't do something. Right. And I do check in with myself. Okay, well, why did I say I can't? Because So that's, that's, how, that's how you would want to get over that, is to actually ask yourself, why am I saying I can't do this? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Be consciously aware of what you're saying, first of all, and then analyze it. Right. You know, think about what it is that, you know, why, why are you inhibiting yourself from doing something? Because honestly... 
you know, if I say I can't go get a new job, I'm perfectly capable of getting a new job. Right. I'm sure you're perfectly capable of getting a new job. I don't want to. I like my job. <laughs> yeah, you like your job. <laughs> I do actually like my I didn't. You know. I didn't. No, and yeah, you um but anyway, I, I honestly feel like I fell into that too. Yes, you did. I totally fell into that because of you. Holy cow, that's hysterical. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so so if you really say to yourself I can't do that check in with yourself consciously connect to that and find out where you're holding yourself back because you know what reality is not as we you know look at it right now I mean we there are no boundaries there are no limitations everything is attainable everything is achievable so oh yeah I mean you know go back into quantum physics on that you can do anything you want yeah. If you want, yeah, yeah. Just it, it just there's consequences, right? You have to look at the consequences. You have that's to why, weigh you know, all your pros and cons, yeah. and that's that's about checking in with yourself. Okay, yeah. what's holding me back? Why do I not want to do this? Why am I afraid of this? I mean, like I I can't drive from one end of the state to the other in three hours. Now, I can't. <laughs> I don't want to because if I get pulled over for speeding, I go to jail. Hey, there you go. See? You know? Yep. True. I mean, from one end of this state to the other is at least eight hours? Seven hours? Probably, but yeah. Seven hours? Um, but anyways, um, doing the speed limit. But if I was doing... 150 miles an hour the whole time, I'd cut it in half. Cruising around in your Mustang. Yeah, right. <laughs> I wish. Um, you know, it... I'm looking at the big picture. Right. So it's it's not that I can't. It's right. just that I don't want Right. I mean, that's that's what we need to do. But if... But let's say someone is starting to lift weights. And... You know, they put all this weight on and they try to pick it up. Oh, the whole, I can't do it. They want to, mm-hmm. but they can't. Well, they can, just maybe not in that moment. So it's a whole time thing. Could be. Okay. You know, it's like, um, I don't know. Yeah. I could go down. You gotta, you gotta train yourself. You gotta yeah, work yeah. up to that. You've got to, you know, put the, put the step. So it's, it's like more that of, it's instant... more of okay. Not yet. Right. You know, but you don't want to limit yourself to that either, because the moment you start putting, um, it's kind of like labeling something. If someone told you, you have terminal cancer, you're gonna die next month. Are you gonna accept that? No. <laughs> No, I'm not or, either. Um, uh, it's a country song, which is weird that I know the name of this song. Um, live like you're dying. No? Yeah. Just... But it, it, it's so, so when you put, when you have a desire to, to change something in your life and you put that out into the universe by the power of positive thought, you put your emotion into it, you you really, you know, have an attitude of, you know, gratefulness and you're doing the right steps, what happens is things start to fall into place a little bit better to get you to that point. So so take the guy who wants to, you know, lift all this weight and can't instantly. He knows right. he can't instantly, so right. he, he wouldn't do to, that. He wants he to would... have a 450-pound deadlift. Yeah, so he would work himself up to it. He's he wouldn't not, just put 450 pounds on it no, and try to lift it. No, his <laughs> so, so, yeah, he would do the whole process of working up to right. it. So that's what it's all about. And, and again, it's not, these things come to us, and, and it's not instant gratification, you know? It's like, oh, poof, I want to... Yeah. I, th- I think in, in the, the, the book, uh, what's the name of the book there? The Secret. Yeah. <laughs> There's a part about, you know, poof, there's a, I think it's an elephant that 
appears in the guy's living room or something because he thinks he wants an elephant. Doesn't work that way. No. <laughs> what the hell would want an elephant in the friggin' living room? Anyways, but we're in charge, though. Yes. Because that there's a clip or there's a part that talks about in that movie. Not um, the secret. Not the, the secret. What the bleep do we know? What the bleep do we know? And we're not just saying bleep not to say a no, swear word. No, that's actually the name, the name of, of the movie. Yeah. They talk about monitoring molecules going, shooting a molecule from like a, a molecule gun onto like a board. But in front of this board is this like little slit. Has one slit that they're shooting the molecules. And now you're getting into quantum physics. And they're yeah. like it, you know, they just they they shoot all these molecules and it makes this pattern on mm-hmm. the board. Mm-hmm. But if you put two slits, you think there's just going to be two lines. But mm-hmm. for some reason, if you have you know, and they they do that, except if you have something monitoring it or interacting with it. The moment you draw your attention to it and try to measure it. And try to measure it, it actually turns it into something completely different. It it you'd have to actually see the clip. I don't know if I'm explaining this right. But because we've interacted with this molecule, we've made it change. Mm-hmm. So when we interact with a molecule or with energy or what we want, we're actually changing or making Yes. You are creating what we want. You're creating your own reality. <clears throat> right. You are the master of your reality. Right. So if you decide you just want to <coughs> excuse me, sit at home and eat Twinkies and play video games, you're going to get fat and die early. Mm-hmm. Probably. But if you say I'm going to go out and I'm going to get a second job or I'm going to start my own business or I'm going to let's get away from material things i'm going to um find happiness i'm going to get healthy i'm going to find happiness in my life you have to figure out what happiness is to you that's that is another key yes so so write it's important to write things down because when you put something um into words it makes it a little bit more tangible when you actually write it down into something that you can see it makes it even that much more tangible so um, write down what it is. First of all, you got to figure out what that feels like. What does it feel like? Yeah, what is happiness to you? What is happiness? What does that feel like to you? Visualize that. Um, actually feel that. It's kind of like I'm going to bring in the whole car thing again <laughs> because that that's part of it. I mean, you said you when you hadn't even... Sorry, I'm laughing <laughs> not out loud because I don't know why, but my brain went, happiness is... Two kinds of ice cream. That's some stupid song that I have stuck in my head now. Anyways. Okay, anyway. So so <clears throat> when we were talking last time about the the car, your car, you know, you needed a new car. What did you do? You went out and test drove a car. Okay. Yeah. So it's kind of like that. Test drive how that happiness feels, you know. How does it feel like on you? Yeah. What's that feel like? Um, I'm sorry, I'm... You're you're doing what? You're she's talking with her hands. You're, it's a podcast. It's an audio thing. Yes, I know. Um, so how does that feel? And then put put it in into words on paper. Write yourself little sticky notes and put them like on your mirror, so you see it in the morning when you get up and brush your teeth. Put or, it on your you steering know, wheel. Put it on your steering wheel in your car. Absolutely, I used to do that for yeah. certain things, whatever it was. And, and it's the same thing. It's just when, reminding you to, I have a doctor's appointment. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it stays in the forefront of your brain and you're constantly thinking about it and feeling about how that is. So you're putting it out there. Um, so you're visualizing it. Take responsibility for your actions. I'm going to go back to that because if okay. you're sitting on the couch eating Twinkies, playing video games, that's all you're going to get. Yeah. But if unless you, that's happiness to you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, really? No, get seriously. Fat and die from a sugar coma. No, um, if but that, there are people out there that that they love playing video games, and I'm not shitting okay, on them for so, that. So, so here's a thought. Okay, if that is making their life, if they're, if it's detrimental to themselves, but you still want to play video games, 
why not change that? Okay, why not say, okay, if I really love video games, find something in your life that's productive with video games. Do what makes you happy, not what you, you know, are like chained to do. Right. You, you no, know what I mean no, when I say I that? because I mean, there are people out there that actually get paid to play video games. Absolutely. So find that. Absolutely. You know, or, and hey, go to school for computer programming right, and program, develop, develop, and develop your, your own video, video games. games. Absolutely. Develop your own apps for your phones, you know, anything yeah. like that. Get yourself, and if you really want to do that, but you want to make your life better, then you have to perceive things differently in your life. You have to change your thought process. We have to, you know, deprogram our old patterns and reprogram with new stuff that's good, positive vibrations that, right. that help us be better. Morgan Jane Campbell. Life coach. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much. Yep. Pretty much. Um, Don't make excuses. You know, don't don't make excuses for yourself when when you say, I can't do something. Okay? Again, check in. Then why don't you want to do it? Right. Why? Why? I know why. And then, you know, if it's still in that, I really don't want to do that, then don't do it. Find something different, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. I've actually done that. I've quit a job because I didn't want to do it anymore. Flat out. Just said, I'm tired of being unhappy. I found something to um, compensate for it, get a little bit of, make a little bit of money. And I just said, I'm done. I'm just going to go do this because that's fun. I like that. That's fun. Yeah. So, anyways. So find something you enjoy and, you know, whatever brings you happiness, bring that into your life in a productive manner. Um, So anything, love, peace. The world needs more peace. Yeah, it does. Needs more love. Um, That's it. I think that's good. Yeah. I think that was a good one. All right. Well, thank you very much for listening. Again, we want to thank you uh, to all the listeners and all the states and all the countries. And we want to thank you very much for listening. We very much appreciate you. We love you all. And we're glad that you've taken the time to listen to uh, Enlightenment. Uh, And we will be back in another week because we're going to do this every week. (laughs) We're going to turn it into our job. Uh, to do this because we week. love doing this. We do. It's actually this is. I mean, if I could get, yeah, make this my full time job, that'd be fantastic. But, um, anyways, uh, I hope that you guys have a great week and have an enlightened day.